0: Gents. Injured? Hire America's largest injury firm. Morgan & Morgan, for the people. And now, now, it's the Mike Kelter Show. 7.47
1: on the Mike Kelter Show. we are Just... I wonder if people will be able to help us out. Probably not. No. I wanna... We'll get to it. We'll get to it news. There's a story we need help with. Tonight. That we can't. Something happened that we can't remember on the show. It's driving me crazy. I'm telling you, this show gives me show amnesia. <laughs> I can't remember things that happened on the show. I'll tell you what happened. I remember when my parents were married, my brother and I are two and a half years apart. Okay, And I remember coming home from the hospital with my brother for the first time. My mother is like, you cannot remember that. I go, I absolutely remember walking through the door. The lights were off. My father went straight to the kitchen. I remember it. And she's like, ah, but I can't tell you what happened on the show earlier this year. It's unbelievable. Uh, I know that that news is incredibly late, so let's get right into it. Calvin, what do we have in news today? Uh,
2: So the uh, Florida Department of Health confirmed a case of monkeypox in Pasco County Tuesday morning.
1: Pasco's had monkeypox forever.
2: The department said that it is the uh, county's first confirmed case of the disease. The person was diagnosed on July ninth, 2022. According to health officials, the affected individual individual is now under isolation. The department is... uh, working to notify anyone who could have been exposed to monkeypox virus and giving out uh, post-exposure treatment to prevent them from becoming sick
1: with the disease. Monkeypox is gross. I'll take COVID eight times before I take any monkeypox. Yeah. They got things growing your face, and it's it's pretty disgusting. Anytime
3: they use the word lesions to describe a disease yeah. or a virus, someone's like, well, that's weeping, not a good weeping thing. Weeping lesions. We uh,
2: but I can tell you, after watching Philadelphia, didn't everybody, anytime you had a little pimple or anything, go, oh my God, yes. what's going on? Yeah, I'll, I'll
1: never forget. I had a, um, like, a cancersore in my mouth. Oh. And it felt like, I mean, it was probably only a half inch fun, open. Uh, no, not from <laughs> that. No? <laughs> it felt like it was seven inches long, and Ooh. I felt like I had a giant split. And and I had it for like two days and it wouldn't go away. And I went home. I told my girlfriend I was like, I'm t- I'm terrified. She goes, oh. Well, I got a sore in my mouth? Because he says in the movie I had a sore in my mouth and it wouldn't heal. Yeah. And then uh, I gargled with salt water and it fixed it. Yeah. <laughs> and, you
2: know,
0: Yesterday I, was... I heard the phrase oozing pus nodules. Well, oh yeah, yeah. 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 They're right.
2: opening
1: for Pitbull toddler. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's oh. oozing pus coming out of everybody's mouth. Yeah.
4: I saw a video where a guy had a pimple inside of his mouth, and he was popping it, and it was coming out, and it was going on his beard.
1: Why are we watching this? It was
4: so gross. It was so gross. I don't know. I don't know, but it was on my Instagram. I got in the popping pimple algorithm. I don't know. What are you and Chad doing? I watched one video, and then now all of a sudden I'm inundated with them when I can't get rid of them, and I saw that, and it was just...
1: I know how you feel. I'm inundated with videos, too. I watch one video about a little kid with Down syndrome, and now I get all the Down syndrome videos on on Instagram, and I'm like, if I don't like this video, now I'm, in, I'm a jerk off for uh, liking it, <laughs> so I don't know what to do. Uh, U.S.
2: House of Representative Speaker Nancy Pelosi left Taiwan after pledging solidarity and hailing its democracy, leaving a trail of Chinese anger over her brief visit to the self-ruled island that Beijing claims has its own. China demonstrated its outrage over the highest level U.S. visit to the island in 25 years with a burst of military activity in surrounding waters, summoning the U.S. ambassador in Beijing and halting several agricultural imports from Taiwan.
1: So what if? what if they were like uh, they call Biden and they're like we are very mad and Biden's like well she's there do whatever you want like oh. you know what I mean like uh, he, we'll give you Pelosi and you give us back that uh, NBA player that nobody cares WNBA <laughs> well, player that's Russia I know Brittany but you Griner. got they got friends over there just make a call Yeah, but we'll let you keep Pelosi that's pretty good right yeah. I gotta tell
2: you we started the show talking about Joe Rogan Joe Rogan had a great point about that about that Brittany Griner, Griner yeah. uh, he goes do you know how many people in the U.S. are in jail because of marijuana? Yeah. yeah. Like, because she can throw a ball through a hoop, we get, to get her back? Like, right.
1: You know, it's crazy. In exchange for warlords. Yeah. 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 We absolutely should be reviewing the people who are in jail for marijuana use. It's crazy. It, I mean, like, I get it. I know why they were arrested. It was illegal, but it's not illegal. And if you weren't bringing in uh, pounds and pounds of marijuana for resale and you just got caught with a small amount and you're doing... All those should be all those should be cut short right absolutely,
3: now. especially since you can literally go to a doctor and pay money for them to give you a prescription if you have headaches yeah. I mean,
4: for marijuana,
1: some, what they throw people in prison for there's
4: some states that you don't even need to do that anymore yeah. right you know so
1: the fact that you're i mean uh, you know it's not hurting anybody at this point, they should really review some of those cases i'm not talking about the guys who uh, got caught with a boatload of it or a helicopter or coming in from Colombia. i'm talking about uh, the, yeah the people who were were just small time dealers or users or whatever the deal was that that, those should all be commuted who a lot
2: of those got outrageous oh yeah you know just had like a dime dime bag and they're like 30 years unbelievable
1: because some of those were the third strike law for some of them sure not everybody they shouldn't do a blanket thing but they should definitely review cases and if it wasn't for the great sweet Kim Kardashian we would never pay attention to any of it but
2: it's true because she did get that lady who was you know held hostage basically by her boyfriend who would beat her and do all kind of stuff and then they pinned everything on her and was like, "You're the kingpin," yeah. you know. And she was like, "I, I was getting beat up. Yeah. Like, there was nothing. I don't know." Who,
1: if I asked you who the hottest girl you ever went out with, can you remember
2: that I ever went out with? Yeah, oh, yeah. You can. Yeah,
1: it's not charisma. Uh,
2: yeah, it is charisma. Uh, uh, no, I immediately when you said that, I was like, my wife. Yeah. I mean that's that's exactly what I said. Besides your wife, my wife, because <laughs> <laughs> you I went out with his wife,
1: wife. <laughs> because. Uh, I remember I went out with a really hot girl, and we Hotted broke up. Amanda, I mean, she was really hot. Oh, she was really hot, oh, like
0: Burger King hot, <laughs> <laughs> pool cover hot. <laughs>
1: we broke up, and I was like, I don't know if I'll ever get another girl as hot as that. Like, I can get a hot girl, but that girl was. And you didn't? Hot, mm-hmm. it did, yeah, I you <laughs> But But yeah, that was a perfect example, I, I rebounded several times, then mm. I married a super hot girl. But my point is, how much do you think uh, Pete Davidson was like? I will never get in a girl as hot as Ariana Grande. Every
2: day, I think Every, I he that. was like
1: crying. He was like, I loved her. And everything about her, and I wanted to marry her. I'll never get enough. Not so fast, Pete. Yep. Not so fast.
2: Yeah, but also Kate
1: Beckinsale, right? right. Yeah. Kim Kardashian. Uh, but he's a I mean, like, he's had he a thought bunch. for sure that after Ariana Grande, because before, I mean, I mean, before Ariana
2: Grande, I before Ariana Grande, Girl Talk
1: was uh, yeah. Carlo Caliendo is no Ariana Grande, but I anymore. used to be yeah. hot though. There
2: was a couple yeah. other ones too. Yeah, he gets all kind of hot chicks. It's yeah. crazy.
1: But I mean, but I mean, like at one point. Even if he was emotionally involved with her and they broke up, he was like there's a part of him that's like, I'll never do as good as that. Yeah. Because she's a biggest selling star, yeah. blah blah blah. And then he went to uh uh Cindy Crawford's daughter and he was like, Well, she's a hot model. I got hot at least. Then he went to Kate Beckinsale, he was like, Oh, that bitch is hot and old, you know. And then after that he went to uh, Kim Kardashian and he was yeah. like, Okay, I win. I win yeah. this one.
4: G so MILF. He got. I will
1: tell you that before he was on Saturday Night Live, I watched his stand up and I thought he was very funny. I watched his special that he did now, and I didn't. I just turned it really? off. after fifteen minutes. I haven't seen any special. It's pretty uh... awful. It's pretty awful. Although he does talk about Ariana Grande in there, but it's just it's basically angry him. Um,
2: I will tell you, I have never seen him do anything that has ever made me laugh. Nor do, do what character has he ever done on Saturday Night Live? I never does saw does he have any
1: characters. I don't
0: know the character. I know, like Saturday it seems like he would show up on Weekend Update a lot. And
2: mm. then the other thing is, is uh, I know I saw a clip of him saying about Louis C.K. trying to get him fired from. Oh, I did Saturday see that. Live. Yeah, and
0: he just sounded like a little
2: bitch. Oh, when he when <laughs> you're
1: trying to get Pete
0: uh, fired, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, I did see that. I thought the King of Staten Island was pretty good.
1: Yeah, so did I. Uh, but I idea. didn't think he was that guy. I think he's. A th- yeah, I think he only acts
0: like a uh, Bill Burr is like really yeah. the star yeah, of that movie. Yeah, there's some yeah.
1: In, th- that mo- I've. I watched it the first time, and I was like, eh. Uh, and then I watched it the second time, and the third time, yeah. I'm like, okay, I get it. Uh, I have watched The Many Saints of Dork a dozen times, really? and they all stink. Really? Oh, yeah. Why
0: do you keep torturing yourself? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, be good this time?
1: sometimes I'll just put it on and it's on. I was on they had it on the plane. I was like, let me watch this for a couple of minutes. I'm like, this is awful. I did
0: one and a half times the week it came out and that was it.
1: Yeah, I keep waiting for it to grow on me and it did not. No. Uh the
2: NFL suspended Miami Dolphins owner Steven Ross for six weeks. What did you think of it? Yeah. I
0: know who it is.
1: So so let me just give the bag the story Galvin's about to tell, we've known about this and we talked about it on the air a year ago. And because and because somebody that was in the studio told us this story that had connections off the air and up until 4 seconds ago we can't remember who it was let me see. I'll, to, I'll text to, you guys. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to tell you who it was. That went I went out of the guy, but tell the story, Galvin.
2: Uh, so they have uh, uh, suspended the Miami Dolphins owner, Stephen Ross, for six weeks after they found his club tampered with league rules in their attempts to bring quarterback Tom Brady and former New Orleans Saints head coach Sean Payton to the team. In addition to his suspension, the league said Ross was fined $1.5 million after an investigation found that Dolphins' representatives had... Uh, Im- impermissible imper- I'm sorry, impermissible uh, communications with Brady while he was a member of the New England Patriots and then the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Ross uh, Vice Chairman Bruce Beal allegedly had conversations with seven times Super Bowl champion about him potentially becoming an executive or partner with the t- team or playing for Miami, the NFL said in news release.
1: So the story we heard <clears throat> was that uh, Brady, after the Patriots, was supposed to go to the Dolphins and um, become eventually become an owner of the team. Then when he came here to Tampa and he won the Super Bowl, they had an opportunity to bring Sean Payton there from the Saints, and they were going to bring – remember there was that rumor that Br- yeah. the Dolphins were going after Brady that because Brady was talking about retiring, uh, that Brady was going to go out of retirement. He had to retire – because he was going to come out of retirement and join Sean Payton in Miami, play there, and then become the owner of the team yeah. or an owner of well, the team.
0: Well, the problem is the Dolphins never had the opportunity to do any of this because, because they
1: were doing it illegally. And we own the rights to Brady, yeah. so I don't know what the – so, but that was what they said. And then and then part of the problem was that there was that heat between Brady and Arians where, where Brady just didn't like the way Arians ran things, so he still wanted to play. But he wasn't going to play here, and then when the opportunity with Sean Payton came up for him to go to Miami, he was like, "Well, maybe I could do that." So that was told to us a long time ago, and we talked about it on the air uh, after we found out. And I asked Rick Stroud yesterday if that story had been out there because we knew about it for a while, and he said, "Yeah, it was. There were some rumors out there, but th- but there was a couple of reasons. One is that um, uh, you know it was it was out there, but it hadn't been confirmed. But also." One of the guys from the Dolphins sits on the board at t v twelve so they were friends, so they were having conversation- you know it wasn't so unbelievable Nefarious. that they were talking yeah so but that's very interesting when you have a when you have a situation where somebody is under contract, there a lot of times is a window in which you can negotiate with that person so if um if I want to hire a Spanish for something and he's under contract and his contract runs out in August. I may not be able to speak to him until October. Yeah, I might have to wait a window, you know, until after that time. Or, you know, depending on what the contract is said, it could be the day it's over, or it could be ninety days before it's over. But that's that's the case. They lost this guy's suspended, that means nothing, because he's an owner. And but they lost draft picks. That's what that's what hurt yeah. them. And then the fine, the money's not not a big deal. But um that's ve- that's really interesting that uh first of all, Brady wanted definitely wanted out of New England. And he had a plan. I think he, I think Giselle. And all them, I'm, I don't know her, but it seems like Miami would be more of a city for her. And well, for them they're building to
0: a giant. They built or they're in the process of building a giant house in Miami, down there on yeah. the same island that uh, the Trumps live on. Right. and ever, the, You know, the super celebrity island. The weird thing is, though, he had the chance. He could have gone to the Dolphins after leaving the Patriots, but he came to the Bucks instead. That's because the Dolphins well, had a crappier team.
4: I was going to say he had a much better chance with the Buccaneers. Yeah, the
0: Bucks Because the, the rumor was always was that,
1: San Francisco, too, right? Yeah, Where'd the rumor they...
0: was always that the Brady was going to go to San Francisco, right. which they had a good team as he's well. From there, that's his. Yeah, that's his. You know, his hometown. So, or whatever. so
1: you got a point where you either play in your hometown or you go where your legacy is going to be, and you lead and you own the team. Yeah, you know, like Jeter. I'm sure Jeter would love to stay in New York for uh, the rest of his life, working there. But you're not going to go just go buy the Yankees. Yeah. You know, I mean, so
0: a lot of people are crapping on Tom Brady for this. Do I care that he was talking to other teams? No. Not really. But you got to think there's probably some players that are on the team that are bugged by it. Upset by it because you know he, Tom Brady talks a lot of guys t- into taking less money to come play for him, and meanwhile he's you know working backdoor deals yeah, to get but
2: the out
4: of town. But he's also <laughs> taking less money. <clears throat>
2: but was that before this? You know what I mean? Like, well, did he tell people, "Hey, come here, I'm going to the Bucks," whatever? And then he was
0: still talking. Well, no, he he. They said that he talked. He, not only was he talking to the Dolphins um why with the patriots but also while he was here the the year after the last year last season which, why which with the Our Hux? guy
1: said that's why he retired because yeah. he had to retire first the plan was to retire and then go to and maybe but he, he didn't like playing with Arians.
0: Maybe he wasn't going to play. He could, you know, they could say. I guess the NFL said that their discovery was that the majority of the conversations while he was with the Bucks was about owning a part right. of the Dolphins, not necessarily playing Plenty another it, season. Right. So who the hell knows? But like, if you're like a Leonard Fournette or you're a Ryan Jensen, and you took less money to come stay here to play with Tom, and you find out the whole time Tom was trying to get the hell out of town. And he's working backdoor deals for the money. You're like, well, that's kind of if I
1: landed Fournette, I was one step away from being retired, and then I won a Super Bowl. Yeah, so and I won that Super Bowl because of Tom Brady. So I'm happy. And don't get me wrong, I love Lenny, but uh, he was those people. Ryan Jensen got more uh, name recognition because he was blocking.
0: But a lot of those guys took far less money. Because they were staying here. Yeah, meanwhile, Tom. To Super Bowl. Meanwhile, Tom's like I'm trying to get the hell out of here. Yeah, he.
1: But he's the greatest player of all time. He right. can do those sort of things. He's he's gonna go well, where it goes. Yeah,
0: but it's still bad. My luck. point is, yeah, I he's it. telling the team one thing. Yeah. Meanwhile, he's working backdoor deals. So it's like, hey, Tom can work deals to make more money, but I need to take less money to stay here. So, right. it's, I would think the players are the only ones that could possibly be upset, and they might not even give a crap. Who I was going to say,
4: it probably leaves a bad taste in their mouth, but at the same time, if he's going to come back and play, they're like, well, at least it didn't go through. Like, yeah. I don't think it really yeah. affects them as much as you think it would, where if he did leave, they'd be like, oh man, this sucks. But a lot of them have short contracts anyway, yeah. so it's not like yeah. they're stuck playing with the team for five years as without f- him.
0: As a fan, I don't know how you could even care unless you just don't like Tom Brady, but I could see how a player would be like, what the hell, man? I took less money, and you were trying to get the hell out of and, Dodge.
1: And there's only one evil person in this whole world who doesn't love Tom Brady and that's Monica. Oh, yeah. yeah, and I gotta tell you, everybody was like, "Monica, Monica, she's liberal. I hate her," and she says these things and blah blah. blah and she hates Trump, and I didn't care about any of that. But the minute I heard her talking bad about Tom Brady, I hate her. <laughs>
2: yeah. a uh, man in England says that he has a very rare condition that allows him to feel and taste words, and even more strongly names. Uh, in fact, he said that he can never date someone named Karen because it has a urine flavor to it. <laughs> uh, here is actually Henry Gray, the guy explaining his condition and what he goes through with different names and what they taste and
1: feel like. Take a listen. I wonder what I taste like. I'm salty. Carmen? He's a lot more quiet than I thought he'd be. Hmm. Carmen? Wait, what? Are you listening?
4: Sorry, no. I was distracted. Oh. Oh, uh,
2: It's the audio for the names.
4: Oh, okay. Gotcha. I've got a condition called lexical gustatory synesthesia, which is basically where I experience senses through other senses, with sound, I can taste, smell, feel, or kind of see sounds, particularly names. Maggie is like eggs and egginess. Henry, I imagine it being white bread, no crusts, kind of soft, sort of something like cheese and lettuce inside of it. I love Bailey. It's like, it tastes like warm milk. He yeah. just
2: is he just, yeah, right, he's just
4: associating.
2: Yeah, he's
4: making
2: yeah, it up. 100%. Right? For, uh, yeah. Henry's an idiot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: He's associating things uh-huh. with things, and then he's saying like when I when I think of uh, when I think of Geo, mm. I think of green, and when I think of you, I think of red. Okay. And when I think of Gallon, I think of blue. Is that sees, weird?
0: When he yeah. sees red, yeah, yeah.
1: But I mean, like that's I associate colors with you guys for no reasons whatsoever. Joe is yellow. Joe, oh. Joe is, is yellow. Joe is yellow slash brown. Oh. See,
2: I get a taste. Joe is like dirty tasting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spanish is dumb tasting. You taste like black licorice. <laughs> Who me? Yeah. No. I, yeah. I don't like black licorice. I know yeah. I taste nobody here. likes black licorice. Yeah. I do like black no, licorice. No, my wife loves it. Yeah. Really? Yeah, 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 she yeah. Does. <laughs> it's gross. A uh, twenty six year old guy in Utah was up on a mountain Monday. He saw a spider so he tried to burn it with his uh, lighter. No, He accidentally started a huge wildfire. Uh, he is now facing charges for reckless burning. Always a good idea to burn stuff Hi. outside in the woods because woods don't burn yeah. fast. Well, oh, and that's what yeah. serial big, killers do. Nah.
4: And there's fires going on in California right now, all over, like, yeah. You, yeah. you just even if you don't live in California, you hear about that and you're like, maybe I shouldn't start a fire I told in you, the middle my, of nowhere.
2: My brothers, when they were younger, and uh, two of their friends, they used to play a game in this natural preserve where they would light a fire and see who could let it go the longest. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, oh, yeah. my God. When the fire trucks showed up, you lost. Oh yeah. man, what a dude. dumb idea. Uh, a man in Idaho got pulled over, so he ran uh, to a riverbank and tried to throw a Tupperware container filled with meth into the river, but it hit a tree and was recovered by the cops. <laughs> uh, just take it. Uh, throw oh, my it. God. Uh, this is something. Um, Carmen. Have you heard the term quiet quitting? No.
1: Anybody know what that means?
2: Quiet Quiet. quitting.
1: I feel like Kyron quiet quit last week. (laughs) Okay,
2: but what does that mean?
1: Quiet quitting is when you quit, but you haven't told them. You just keep showing up, but you're really not doing any work. Like
2: Joe. 100%. It's when you stay at your job, (laughs) but you stop going above (laughs) and beyond and just do the bare minimum.
1: Um, that's yeah, yeah. That's how I feel. Mm. I don't,
3: I, yeah, I guess uh, uh, quiet quitting is that guy from Office Space. Is no. yeah. He got quiet
1: fired. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's That's yeah. right. Stop, stop, paying stop paying him. He'll yeah. yeah. figure play. it out. Yeah, what is it you try. say you do here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, today is two different national days. Today is national grab some nuts day. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think they mean like peanuts and stuff. Oh. I got some of them. Uh today is also Happy National Watermelon Day. Oh, oh love delicious. Watermelon. Not yeah. a fan. Oh what? really? Not a fan. Yeah,
1: it's cause you <laughs> taste like black licorice.
2: Fake watermelon,
1: delicious. Actual
2: watermelon, Ew. I don't oh, like Oh, I love a real opposite. watermelon. Yeah, yeah, I'm
1: not a fan. Nice, juicy, seedless watermelon. I have to tell you, I'm also um, amazed by videos of people cutting a watermelon. Oh yeah. Like, no, I, I go buy it, I cut buy a cut up. But when I watch these videos, they're like, poo, po- poo, po- poo, and are like, oh God, I I,
0: totally part. Yeah, I gotta tell you,
1: the
4: the, yeah. the easiest way to cut up a watermelon. I learned this on TikTok or Instagram, whatever. Uh, dental floss. You, yeah, once that's one it, of the ones I saw. Yeah, once you cut it in a quarter, then you t- can take the floss and you do it. And then it le- it's just a lot easier, not oh, as messy. Okay. And then you can just turn it over and, you know, it slides right into the bowl. It's, it's amazing. It was
1: pretty interesting, though. I saw yeah. the video, yeah. Galvin,
3: you have to send the gang that video <laughs> of that Indian guy that cuts those melons.
2: There is an <laughs> Indian guy, and he's, like, on the side of the road doing stuff. And he's got all these different melons and fruits and stuff. And he cuts them, and he screams while he cuts them, and then he holds up. Yeah. Oh. He's holding him up and he's just crazy. <laughs> I have a still shot. I'll send this <laughs> to everybody. He's great. <laughs> uh yeah, if watermelon tasted like watermelon uh Whatchamacallit, you uh, call The little candy things. Oh whatever. yeah! No Jolly Ranchers. Jolly Ranchers. that I love watermelon. Though. I think watermelon tastes good though. So uh, delicious. So I don't fan. like
1: pineapple. Destroys my mouth.
2: Pine- pineapples. Oh.
1: Pineapple. Pineapple's good. I'm allergic. Pineapple tastes pineapple. great, but it makes my mouth all beat up.
3: I can only eat so much pineapple before my throat closes up. So every time I I chance it, I love pineapple so much, but I'm very allergic. I need to mix. Makes my stuff taste good. Yeah, that's what I heard too. But it's so delicious.
4: See, I like mango, but I don't know how to Ooh. tell when it's ripe or not, and I don't know how to <laughs> cut it. So literally, unless it's already cut up and in a fruit bowl. Well,
1: I, li- I yeah, live in Miami, and somebody gave me mango, and it was in my mouth. I was like, Ugh, Really? Ugh. Yeah, I love was like, mango. I was like big trying to get the caviar off my tongue. You eat the
3: rind? I say I eat the mango skin and everything. It's so Whoa, delicious. I don't want any mango. Oh, I love it. Too
1: sweet.
2: Uh, Carmen, do you have uh, taps there? We have a uh, death we got to announce. Yeah, Gio, you need to. Bring in your little uh, yeah. trumpet, get it going. Sorry, I called it little. Little. Play. I hate when people do that. <laughs> oh, you get your little you play a little, little
1: trumpet. And do uh, it, man.
2: so, legendary broadcaster Vin Scully. Died yesterday. He was 94 years old. Uh, he spent 67 years calling Dodger games uh, back in the Brooklyn Dodgers days and then the Los Angeles uh,
1: days after they moved. Do you think that they just are like, I wish he just died already? Oh. like Why? Because like, he, he doesn't, like Harry Carey was just a, a parody of, of Will Ferrell doing him on it. That's basically what he was for the <laughs> last Harry couple King of years. was
2: great. <laughs> I was he was wrong. always like that, though, because he drank so much. Right. But Steve Stone, like, was that his guy? We
1: can't get rid of him. We just wish he'd die already. <laughs> he said he would drink, like, a
2: case or two cases of beer during Damn. a game. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. He <laughs> was just... Dah! Look <laughs> oh, at a beautiful sunny day in Chicago. I but didn't listen to that. That's yeah. exactly what it yeah. was. That's what he like. There is a comedian I forget who it is, John Campanero or something, would do uh, do imitations <laughs> of him. And he goes, uh, he goes, it's a high fly ball. Check out the kid in the sombrero. Yeah. And how- somebody's got the day off of school.
4: <laughs> how old was he when he died? It, Who? Harry uh, Gary? Yeah, 80 something. <laughs> okay, well, that's a good life. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, G.O., there's still, you know, luck hope <laughs> for, you. Hope yeah. for you. yeah. Oh.
0: Thank you. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I think uh, there's not points. I
2: was just you know about know to say, yeah. does anybody have Vin Scully? Oh, I don't know. In the uh, Death Pool? Welcome, Papap, to the oh, game. Yeah. Oh, he didn't even know. He didn't, didn't know. know. No idea, yeah. Gal. No, no
1: idea who Vince Scully is, know nope. <laughs> no, he picked him. Uh,
2: Papap, with those points, <laughs> yes, you yes. are now ahead of these losers that have zero. <laughs> Carmen, uh, Spanish, and Gio, who did not want Papap to play no. in the game, all have zero <laughs> points. Papap. Now passes Carmen. Carmen has 32 points. pap, pap you got 66 points Ooh. from Vin Scully because uh, of his age in the original pick. Mm-hmm. And then you have uh, six days remaining for your 2-1, if that's possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming in third right now is Tony with 116 points. I am in second with 162 points. And Mike took the lead when he got his uh, Tony Dow and Nichelle Nichols uh, both in one week, with 206 points now. Oof. Yeah. Nice. I told
1: you to call your shot, Joe. Yeah, for real. Huh? <laughs> Suck it, loose. Joe, can you name one other person on your list without looking?
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, let's see. He's got uh, David, me, uh, David, uh, David Crosby.
1: Yeah. Okay.
2: Dick Van Dyke.
1: Oh, that's a good call your shot.
2: Imelda Marcos. Okay. Jerry Lee Lewis. He's still alive? Yeah. June Squibb. How'd she slide by, <laughs> uh, Lewis Smith? Who's that? Mm-mm.
4: I think we just started giving it to him because we denied so many yeah, picks. But that also we were...
1: because he was picking from a generation. Before
4: yeah. Us. yeah, and yeah. also like all of his picks were like ninety nine, so we're like, remember? He picked like
0: five people in a row that were already oh, dead. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. can't
1: be the right Lewis uh, Smith. Mel Brooks,
0: no Mikhail Gorbachev.
3: <laughs> yeah, this Lewis Smith is a British gymnast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, he's like thirty.
2: Well, no. Oh. Who is June
1: Squibb? Let's see. <laughs> I remember we looked up June Squibb.
2: Noam Chomsky, or as Joe called
3: him, Noam. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, she's the old, she's 92, the old, the old actress. Yeah, old yeah
2: from me. Nebraska. Uh, uh, Pat Robertson. Paul mm-hmm. Dooley. Who is Paul Dooley? Paul Dooley? Paul Dooley. sounds familiar to me. D-O-O-L-E-Y. Oh. Uh, Pope Benedict. Queen Elizabeth. Roman Polanski. Rosalind Carter. Stephen King. He's Paul Dooley. I think you would notice him. He he's, he's one
3: of those yeah. guys. He has a face. Yeah. What about Clue? He has a face. <laughs> Clue Gulliger. Gulliger. He's from, uh, he was a child actor that was in the um, Revenge of the Evil Dead. Or, yeah, Revenge of the Evil
1: Return, Dead. Return, Return, of Return of the Living Dead. The Dead. Right. Oh, boy. We let a lot sly right. with Joe. Yeah.
2: Well, Joe, congratulations. You are now in fourth place. Carmen in fifth. I don't like it. Tony in third. I'm in second. And Mike is currently leading with 200. Huge points. Huge lead. Huge lead uh yeah. 44 points
1: 44, 44 points in the eighth month of the year. That's, yeah. pretty, that's pretty solid. Very
2: good. We'll see. We'll see what happens. You never know. Spanish. When Galvin
1: talks like that, it's like he's like, I'm going to kill somebody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you
2: never know. I <laughs> <You> got some <laughs> plans. I
1: <laughs> uh, got some plans. Wait until JR gets fired. <laughs> <on>
2: vacation. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we save more people's jobs in this place because we're like, well, JR will make it to the end of the month. And John's like, I was going to fire JR. But now <laughs> I got to keep him because you're making it. <laughs> I'm you looking to at you, it. Ryan Adams. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, he's still here, you know. I'm He's yeah. actually
2: doing the phones right now. Right?
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> Not job,
2: true. Uh, <laughs> in a cover story with AARP's magazine, the uh, actor-turned-filmmaker shared. Uh, Tyler Perry shared that he once paid legendary actress, uh, uh, what's her name, uh, Cicely Tyson, how much for one day of work? On the movie Why Did I Get Married, Tyler Perry paid Cicely Tyson how much mm. for one day of work?
1: It's hard for me to figure this out because it means nothing to me, so... 400 grand. 400. Oh, no, no, no. No. I say I say 25,000. Uh,
0: 25,000.
4: 25, I bet he went high and went like 2 million. No. He's got tons of Ooh. money. he's got so much money.
0: 300,000. 1 million no. dollars. Yeah. Hey.
2: For one single day of work. Yeah, see, not life-changing. but, but uh, uh, one day. He, he, said, uh, he said this woman had done so many amazing things, but she wasn't well compensated for it. Yeah. Uh, he said she made $6,000 for Sounder, which I guess was another movie or something. But he said, I wanted to make sure she knew that she was valued by people. Oh, oh makes sense. That's nice. It's Why nice I when
0: know. companies value people. Oh, <laughs> that's
2: so nice. That is very nice. Do you know <laughs> about
4: that, Gio? No. Uh, no. <laughs>
2: especially <laughs> if they have the money to do it. It sounds that's
1: pretty neat. neat. Uh, so could have just bought (laughs) her. Wait, what? (laughs) No.
2: Thanks to uh, Stranger Things, Metallica's Master of Puppets has been in the news and went to number one on the rock charts and all that type of stuff. Uh, And now you get to hear Metallica's Master of Puppets in the worst way possible. Oh, no. As an acapella group does it. Uh, They're called Maytree, and they did their own version of Metallica's Master of Puppets. I'm I'm, I'm not mad at
1: this. I want to hear this. Take
2: a listen.
0: I hate it already.
1: I like it. I want to be in this group.
3: No, if they take themselves too seriously, you need come, come on the kick drum, Harry. That's the only way any of that stuff is any
2: good. It's boring. It's not even good. Like, we could do it. Right. You know what I mean? And and they mess it up, and I don't know. If
1: they're going to be be in that movie, what's that movie where they do the acapella? Oh, uh, Pitch Perfect? Pitch Perfect 3, I'll watch it. (laughs) Um, they are a
2: bunch of toughians
1: wearing leather jackets. I I love that movie. It's a great movie. Dude, the whole... I mean, the fat Amy's funny, <laughs> there's a dumb love story, but then there's the girl that threw up on the people. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a funny It's ack amazing. Yeah. You're not allowed to watch my career.
2: <laughs> uh, Chris Rock is coming out with an animated version show of Everybody Hates Chris. Let it die. <sighs> Right? Yeah, just let uh, it die, bro. We're going to make still it worse, money, and a cartoon. Man. I guess uh, yeah. everybody still hates Chris is what it's going to be called. It'll be on Paramount Plus and Comedy Central. Uh there isn't a release date yet uh-huh.
1: though. So oh, I'll be at the edge of my seat. Yeah.
2: Everybody <laughs> everybody who didn't watch Everybody right. Hates Chris can now not watch it as a cartoon. Uh, yeah, I don't understand mm-hmm. why you well. It I
1: mean, was the biggest show they had on the CN Was it really? The, uh, what was it, what that, Paramount C- network or whatever it was CW CW, it was two, it was CW and there was another network at the same time. But it was the biggest show that they had when it first came out, so. Uh, Demi Lovato is back to using she,
2: her as their pronouns. You can't go back. No takesies back. Yes, you can. In addition to they, them. So she switched to just they, them, and now she's like, you can call me they, them, or you can call me she,
3: her. Yeah. Did you see
2: what, what her reason was? She's nuts
3: Well besides that She said she's feeling Feminine lately oh. So yeah. she's back she, ain't in looking, she ain't looking
2: She ain't looking feminine
1: hair. I can tell you Her that Her hair's growing out A little bit I like short Listen. hair. She's a very pretty girl, so yeah. she can get away with doing dumb haircuts. She is a fantastic singer, but it's like she's going out of
2: her way to make herself look terrible. Yeah, she's going through she got some problems, things, man. She's yeah. got going through drug some problems. things.
1: She's hiding something, you know.
3: Did you anybody watch that documentary of her where she was doing the drugs? No. She. Th- this was mind blowing to me because one of the first times I forget what drug she was trying. I want to say it's crack, but I can't remember. It's one of those types of drugs. She filmed herself doing it and then provided. The footage for the documentary, and I was mind blown because I couldn't think of what mentality I would have to be in to film myself doing. a Oh, drug you know for the what it is? Time. Is if you just smoked crack, yeah. that's probably I, the mentality. But she
4: hadn't
1: yet. It was or, like her or Hollywood mentality, where you're like, yeah, I guess uh,
4: real that's, that's art. Let the, yeah. the world
1: see me do my drugs. and, and like, what's me. gonna
4: happen? Based like because she did that not no, like she's not going to get arrested or anything like that so there's I really no repercussion yeah. and everyone already knows yeah, that but, she's because that's drug what eater. everybody
1: everybody thinks now she's a, like if you tell me you do cocaine or if you tell me you uh, you did something, I'm like, mm, whatever. You tell me you smell crack, I'm like, oh, you're dirty, disgusting. Yeah, and it's the same garbage. But, but also, that's great for anybody
2: who gets busted for anything. Go, I'm filming the documentary.
1: Yeah,
3: well, yeah, that's the first thing I thought of. I was like, how can you just have this, you know, it's you're recording yourself doing illegal
4: but, drugs. I mean, also, they can't prove that it's real. It could yeah. be baking soda or powder or whatever. You know called what? the whole career. You know?
2: right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, finally in news, Polestar just released the list of its top touring artists worldwide. Worldwide, based on how many tickets they've sold over the years, Uh, they use data data dating all the way back to 1980. I have the top 20. Uh, You can go through and see whatever uh, what bands basically have made the most money with the uh, ticket sales. Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Mm, scrolling. Enhance. Scrolling. Not on the list. Elton John. Elton is on the list. He comes in at number five. Uh, Is uh, it bands
4: or just performers?
2: Uh, band or performer. Okay. Michael Jackson. Both. Uh, what were you saying? I was going to say the Rolling Stones. Rolling Stones coming at number three. Michael Jackson in the last few years has not been doing very well. from <laughs> <laughs> the 80s? I actually, know. he made, uh, the, oh, sure. the, the well, estate made like over a billion dollars or something. Aerosmith. So, Aerosmith, number 13.
1: So we're guessing really number one and two. We got number three. So what is a number one? U2.
4: Um,
1: ooh, that's a good guess. Number one. Yeah. U two,
2: which yeah. has sold more than twenty six million tickets. That makes sense. By the way. Bum, 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 bum. Ticket Metallica comes in at number <laughs> six.
1: Oh, I would say they were higher, Number six? Okay.
2: Only five. Think about that. Only five artists have sold more tickets than where, Metallica.
1: Where does Billy Joel land on this, being that he
0: does a show every week at Garden? <laughs> <for
2: her>? He <laughs> comes in at number eight.
0: What okay. about Jimmy Buffett? Ooh. Jimmy Buffett. You comes know what
2: at number 14? You know why? Uh, he doesn't do
1: it enough.: Yeah, yeah you know? he does it whenever he wants to He could.
2: I
4: feel like he uh, tours
0: nonstop.
4: Bruce Springsteen.
2: Uh, Bruce Springsteen comes in at number four. Don't forget the E Street band with oh. him. <laughs> uh, comes in at number four, right behind uh, Rolling Stones. The Dave Matthew's band. Dave Matthews yeah. comes in at number two. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah, well, think about it. They're yeah. touring all the time. Yeah. and They always play amphitheaters and always sell out. Yeah. And Dumping their poop on people in the yeah. rivers. Yeah, oh. they do that. Yeah. I feel like
0: they're uh, here once a month. Yes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, almost always. Uh, number 20 is uh, Spanish's guitarist of a generation, Ed Sheeran. Love it. Uh, number you know, nine. They started counting this when? 1980? Yeah, uh, the chair yeah, wasn't so born until 2000. Right,
1: which is great for
2: <laughs> right. him to be able to be yeah. in the same thing as Elton John and Amazing. those guys. Taylor Swift. Uh, Taylor Swift is not on the list. Ooh. What? That yeah. can't be right. I said yeah. she's not on the list. That's crazy. I, right. that's I would not... double check that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at the list. It's <laughs> right no. yeah. T-A-R. Beyonce?
4: On uh, no. Justin Bieber. No. And then this list Stop is Kanye West.
2: This Tim f- McGraw comes in at number 19. George Strait, number 18. But think about the longevity of these people, Carmen. Death and Leopard. how is
4: that cheering on there?
2: Because he's sold so much in such a short time. Yeah. He's amazing. Fake, he's
4: a, he's also
0: worldwide. Yeah. Yeah. So,
2: so is than, Taylor he's, Swift. And not he's Bieber. better
1: than Bieber. Yeah. No.
3: Way better yep. than Bieber, yeah. No. God. You know he, he, may
1: be tra- he may be doing it more than yeah. they are. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I, I, say, I say, what did I say? They threw a band out there, and I can't remember. Uh, who they I don't did. know. Foo Fighters. No, uh, Def Leppard. Def Leppard not on the list.
2: Oh. Uh, number seventeen. We didn't think they could sell out. Geo told yeah. us they could. Coldplay stadiums. Uh, number sixteen. Neil Diamond. Number fifteen. Coming here with Cheap Trick. Rod Stewart. <laughs> you
1: said Neil Diamond. Just said, oh. <laughs> uh,
2: Number fourteen. Jimmy Buffett. We got Aerosmith. Was thirteen. Number twelve. Hmm. Not the Grateful Dead.
1: Not the Grateful Dead,
4: but the Heavenly Fathers.
2: Fish (laughs) comes in at number twelve. Number eleven, Trans Siberian Orchestra. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Number ten is Grateful Dead. Number nine, Kenny Chesney. We got uh, Billy Joel in there. Number eight, number seven. It's the only one on the list so far we haven't got. Metallica came in at number six. Billy Joel's number eight. Pearl number seven is not Pearl Jam. But it has a connection to Somebody Pearl Somebody say Jam. Foo Fighters? Yes, but they're not uh, on the list.
1: Connection to Pearl Jam, is Soundgarden? No, they're dead. No, let me Through
2: think. a person we know, they have a connection to Pearl Jam. Oh, Rush. That person is Mike oh. because he loves Pearl Jam, but he also loves Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi, who cannot sing anymore, comes into number seven. Number six is Metallica. Five, Elton John. Number four is Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. Three is Rolling Stones. Two is Dave Matthews, and number one, Carmen Got It. The most tickets sold since all the way back in 1980 with 26 million tickets. Ooh. You too.
1: I watched a video of Bon Jovi from 1989, and there's a song they have called Blood on Blood. It's a very Springsteen type band, I mean, type song. And there's a breakdown, and it's almost an acapella. It's just a drum, just a tick, 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 tick on the drum. And Richie Sambora and John Bon Jovi sing the words Blood on Blood back and forth. Blood on blood, blood on blood, blood on blood. Back and forth. And each one is trying to outdo the other one by holding the notes a little longer. It's amazing. Because it, really what you had was two lead singers in one band. right? And uh, Richie's such strong backing vocals make them sound so great. And I just thought how sad that is now. And then I watch a video of him singing now. And hes I think he's deaf. I really you do might think be he's right, deaf. Which is really, really sad. By the way,
2: can we all point out I said he was deaf. Oh, yeah? You're, tr- you're trying to bite my <laughs> I said he was deaf that night at no, the no. show. I said he was deaf a long time ago. You go, you may yeah. be right. That may be the thing. I said, said, he, was was deaf, I said he was deaf. I said he was deaf.
1: I said he was deaf butt. at the show <laughs> because he was following a teleprompter and the teleprompter was lighting up like karaoke to let him know where the band was, I where the singing was. That's
3: sad because you think these guys would have some type of way to to prevent that later on in their careers with either well, earplugs. But or... look at
2: Brian Johnson from ACDC. He was going deaf, and they said, "Smell you later." And we're getting Axl Rose, and then a guy said, "Hey, I can fix that with the in ear things, whatever." Yeah. And, you know, now he's back out with them. That was the thing with uh, with Rush Limbaugh.
1: He was, yeah. he was deaf on the air. And then he had the cochlear implants put in, and he now he can Well, now he can't, but he didn't get <laughs> yeah. able to hear.
3: That's the, an incredible story to me, that he had people that had to relay messages to him because he was deaf on, the, on live it sounded on the air.
1: Like, it sounded like, I told you, so FLA used to run Russia's show an hour delay. So they'd get the first hour, and then they'd start that. I think it started at 9, but it really started at 8 elsewhere. So they would get it, and they'd put it on at 9 o'clock. And so it would be on reel to real. And, you know, after a while, there'd be nobody in the studio would just be playing. And we'd go in there sometimes, and we would just put our finger on the reel and slow it down. And he'd go, <laughs> and I used to listen to him sometimes. I'm like, ooh, somebody's slowing down Rush, because that's what it sounded like he was doing. Really? Yeah, but then it was every day. And then the then the thing was, what's happening to Rush's voice? Why is he talking? Because it wasn't just him being, not being, he had to, he he was talking like he was like he was deaf. And then finally he had to come out and say oh. it. And, uh, but then don't forget, he was at time that he was so bad on the painkillers. That's what it was, like, right? Slowing him down. Yeah. And, you know, it was that's crazy. a sad story, yeah. Yeah, well, most people that hated him don't care.
3: Oh, yeah, that's true. I forget he was very racist.
1: Well, that's according to some according, people. Yeah. I listen to him a lot. I listened to him a lot. I didn't. I wouldn't walk away saying, right? I'm not saying he wasn't in his heart racist. I don't know him. Yeah. But it didn't come across. Potster, I guess I should have said. Definitely a potster. Yeah. And definitely somebody who is not championing any other races, right. but uh, I, I don't know that i necessarily call them racist, but plenty of people will, you know. Um, well, all right, Galvin, thank you for news. Got it. Uh, thank you for your uh, patience with news today. We definitely were running a little bit behind. Uh, before we go to break, I want to tell you about Jeff Borum and the folks at Team Borum EXP Realty. Like, say, Joe. Mm-hmm. Say, Joe, yeah. you were going to try and put Whore Island for sale. Oh. You bought it for so cheap so long ago. Mm-hmm. You don't know what it's worth. No, I don't. Calvin like f- does. I'm close. <laughs> you find out what happened to you, you. You feel like, I think I know it's this. And then how do you know? Well, you find out what the neighborhood homes are selling for. And you're like, oh, I'd sell it for that. And then Jeff Borum would be like, well, Joe, are you taking the consideration that you have one full block worth of land? Do you know that your backyard has the most land out of any of the houses in this area? And do you know that right away because your room for a pool makes his house worth $100,000 more than the guy? You don't know any of that stuff. That's why when you want to sell your home, you need an expert to do it. And that's why I tell you to call my friend Jeff Borum and his entire team at eXp Realty that work for you. And uh, I told you yesterday they did some work from a friend of mine. Who is trying to sell his house and buy a new house, but he couldn't sell the old house first. And what do I do? And blah, blah, blah. And Jeff said, No problem. We deal with this all the time. We can get it done for you. Let the stress belong to Jeff and his team. Make all of your transactions, whether it's buying or selling or deciding whether you should rent or deciding whether you should hold out. Let Jeff and his team do all that work for you. Go to Team Borum, B O R H A M, that is teamborum.com, Tell him you heard about it on the Mike Calvis Show and tell him you like to hire his team to sell your home for the most money or find you your dream home.